Good evening, good morning, wherever you're listening to this and whenever you're listening to this. My name is Jaminator, I'm the host for today, and with me as always is the Ash Cohen 09. Good evening, buddy, how are you doing? Yeah, not too bad, how are you? Yeah, not bad, mate, thank you very much. A bit sour after the uh, the podcast derby to keep the season <laughs> off, but we'll, we'll, we'll come to that later on. <laughs> um, with us uh, today, we've got uh, two guests. We are going down into Division 3 to say hello to Bry. How are you doing, mate? You alright? Good evening, yeah, not bad, thanks. Good, good. Um, obviously a new division for you, but we'll uh, we'll come on to that later on. Um, and we're going to go drop down even further to uh, to Div Four for uh, our one of our favourite podcast guests, as always, uh, Rhino. Good evening, mate. How are you doing? I thought we agreed that I was guest number one, and you were introducing <laughs> Bry first. Yeah, you're top of the bill, mate. I'm I'm going chronological order. You're you're at the bottom because you're in the bottom division. That's how it works. How you doing, Ryan? Are you okay? I'm very good, thank you. Good, good, perfect. So, um, boys, we're going to obviously kick off today's the uh, the prediction pod. We're going to talk through uh, Div One to Four in terms of who we think is going to win, who we think is going to lose, who we think is going to come top, who we think is going to come bottom. Uh, any thrills and spills along the way, and also talk about a few other things thrown in, such as uh, financial discrepancies, the BFA we've just had, um, and who we think would win in a fight between Aaron and Joe. So, uh, we'll kick off with um, with a quick congratulations to. Um, Brian for winning the Super Cup, a new feature in AG, but again, I think it's a welcome one. Um, again, it's nice to see that the winner of the Cup and the, the top division going into uh, a pre-season sort of friendly, like the Community Shield, to kick it off. So, um, yeah, good addition there, Joe Marcus, whoever came up with that one. Uh, boys, we'll start off with uh, with Division 1, hoping you've all done your homework as requested. Um, Ash, I'll, I'll, I'll come to you first. We've mm. obviously just come off the back of an unbeaten season for Aaron. I mean, you wouldn't know because he doesn't talk about it. He doesn't like to talk uh, no. about it. No. Um, no so, you know, just friend. just a bit of a spoiler alert there, guys. If you weren't aware, Aaron did win last season uh, without dropping um, a – well, without losing a game, I should say. As, as Brian point, pointed out in the uh, the pre-pod chat, he drew a lot of games, um, which I'm sure he'll be happy with, Brian. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Ash, what do you think mm. um, in terms of Division 1? Obviously, looking at it, it's stacked as always. Yeah. Um, we've, we've obviously got um, Shelbourne and uh, and Sofa um, in there uh, sort of towards the bottom, you know, alphabetically, obviously, as it stands right now. Mm. Um, again, Shelbourne, do we do we think he's potentially going to be the one, uh, you know, with, with Morris obviously going up? Do we think Shelbourne mm. will be able to stay up? Do we think Morris will be able to stay up? Um, yeah, I mean, Shelbourne, I, I think, will stay up. Um, I, I think he showed by in last season that he was by far the best player in Division 2. Um, and I think he will survive up there. I don't think Morris will, personally. I think Morris will be one of those that come down. <clears throat> However, that said, you know, he's obviously won one of his first games and um, lost one, and that was against Aaron, wasn't it, if I'm not mistaken? Uh, no, sorry, Sofa. Oh, uh, so- oh no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, it was no, Aaron. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're right. You're yeah, right, yeah. You're right, you're right. Um, yeah, because Brian beat Sofa twice, just looking here. Yep. Yeah. Um, so he's beaten, in his first set of games, the the man that was unbeaten last season. Um, mm. So maybe he's not going to be down the bottom. I mean, it, it's going to be interesting. Sofa, I... Sofa's in the past as a player that has shown that he, he, he deserves to play at that top level, uh, in that top division. Um, I mean, his next game in round two is Berger. Um, so there's a very good chance that by the end of the second match day, he's bottom of the league with played four, lost four, um, and he's already on a minus five goal difference. So it's that goal difference that he's got to watch. Um, but going back to the point, 
Shelbourne, yes, I think he will do well. Mid-table, I don't think he's going to push towards the top. Uh, Morris, I'm going to say, is going to be mid-table to going down. I'm veering more towards him going down because I just think it's a tough division. And you look at the other names in there. Buncey, Berger. Um, I mean, Sweaty Bananas. Sweaty's an interesting one. I think he's going to be dragged in that relegation scrap. Um he was last year, wasn't he? For, for a yeah, lot I mean, of the, he was in the playoff. The yeah, he, he yeah, I mean, he played me in the playoff. Um, sweaty bananas <laughs> and just stayed up. So um, I don't think it'll happen again this season. Um, but yeah, Shelbourne to stay in top half. Um, and Morris, I think he's going to be in the bottom half. Okay. Um, I mean, uh, well, Brian, we'll come to you next. Um, again, we'll do it in, in the order we, we introduce people. We'll save Rhino to last. Um, you probably don't look at Division 1 much right now, I'm, I'm guessing. No, he's gone quiet. He, he don't I want was to on talk. mute. I wasn't oh. on so quick. I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't spend a lot of time with the Division 1 boys, no. <laughs> They're all, are they all on your band list? Is that what we're saying? I've made some notes. I've made some notes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Brian, we'll, we'll come to you next. So, um, again... It, it, Ash has obviously uh, is laid a lot of the foundations there for, for what he thinks Division 1 is going to look like this season. Um, what do you think? I mean, for, for me, I mean, I'll just quickly throw something out there for, for me. I, I'll throw my neck online now. I think the winner of this division will actually be Berger this this year, which, again, uh, again, maybe some people might be a bit surprised about it. Didn't have the best season last season. Um, but out of all the people I've played in friendlies, I've played quite a few of these guys in division one. He seems to be the, the standout candidate at the moment. And which is unusual for Berger because often in friendlies, he does swing the lead a bit. Um, but he seems to be doing, be, be doing quite well with the, with his new man up front, Addy Amy. Well, that's uh, two people that think Berger's going to win the league, but the other person's Berger. Um, <laughs> I put in the, the threads about a week ago with a prediction, so I'll have to stick with them. So I think Brian's going to win it this year. Oh, I mean, he's already got six points. He's already got six points, yeah. And he's, Again, he's done well. Again, it's too I mean, so, to, to come second as well. I was so. just about to say, Sofa's done very, very well. I mean, again, he did really, really well last season. And for me, he's my he's my wild card. He's my dark horse to do well this season as well. Um, so to see him lose his first two games is a bit frustrating. But, you know, like you probably agree, it's all about context, isn't it? You know, you look at who he's been beaten by. He's been That's beaten it. by the last season's runner-up. Burger so. next, so we'll get two of the toughest fixtures out the way early. But you could argue, I mean, again, I know, I know we talk about it in a lot of the divisions, hence why the four divisions splits people up a lot um, into a lot more sort of succinct groups. But you, you would argue there that there aren't exactly any easy fixtures or maybe oh, no, it's a lot easier ones, there's no, but... Yeah, there's no easy game now. But mm. there's no I think for from the way Sofa's played last season and the way he plays in head-to-heads, he'll be um, at least top three. It is, it is interesting. I mean, who do you think um, out of the uh, the ten names we've got there in Division One, who's going to get relegated? Do you think? I think it'll be a bit too tricky for Morris, so he'll go down. And I've got Sweaty Bananas as the other one. He was down near the bottom all last season. I don't think he'll escape the drop this time. Mm. I mean, do you think? I mean, Rich, I'll come. I'll come to you now, uh, Rhino. Do, do you do you think that um, someone who gets a bit of an easy run in terms of being a bit of a, for lack of a better term, grey man in um, in Division One is Sean? Sean often doesn't really get mentioned as someone pulling up any trees, but also doesn't get mentioned as a relegation candidate. But for me, as much as I like the guy, he's one of my tip to go down. Uh, he's, a, he's a good guy, Sean. Uh, I wouldn't call him wouldn't call him a grey man. He's hard. He's hard to understand sometimes on the mic. 
Um, yeah, he, he will be mid-table, I think, Sean. Um, he could be in danger. Um, but he's a good guy to have a friendly with. He's one of the, the top guys that I will play against, at least for about 20 minutes. And then I get, get fed up and whatever. But um, no, Sean's a good guy. Um, in t- terms of relegation, I'm going for that sweaty banana bloke. Yep. I think he's going to struggle this year. Um, despite all the bones he's getting in the, in the league. And uh, obviously that's a joke, Ali, don't worry. Um, and I think Bunty might struggle a bit. You think Bunty's going to struggle? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> What's your reasoning? Well, well, I don't think he's. I don't think he's. I don't think he's. He's League One standard, is he? What? Where was he last year? He was doing all right. I think he was. He was definitely mid table for sure. I think the season before he was doing to the point where he was nearly nearly top, I believe. Um, but yeah, like you say, I guess different different um, different players and, and whatnot. To be fair, I don't know the division that well, Jam. I think Sofa will have a good season. I think he'll be halfway. Um, mm. And at the top end, you know, it's, it's difficult to get away from uh, from Aaron again and uh, and Brian. Um, and yeah, I'll just just yeah jump on what others have said. Really, um, do you think? I mean, do you, do you, do you think? Um, I mean, I, I guess maybe one to answer this more might not be me and Rhino more more so yourself and and Ash Bry. Um, do you think Aaron's win last season was almost like a sort of Leicester Premier League title win in the sense that you know, in, in, you know that he's and that's not meant in a derogatory way, even though it sounds not like quite it a Leicester type thing because he has won it before. You he has, but not for a long, season. long, long yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah, but um, I mean, he'll be up there contesting it. But I mean, he just scraped a few draws rather than defeats last season, mm. which helped him. I mean. Um, I mean, there wasn't a lot in it. It was only Brian in the last couple of fixtures dropping points mm. when it was in grasp for him. People are getting more used to the teams title. and things now, aren't they? You know, they're getting more used yeah. to squads and playing at this level. So I think um, I think it's an interesting one to call. I mean, Ash, do you, what do you think of that comment? Do you think that it'll, it'll be close up there again this season or not? Um, yes, I think it will be. Um, I mean, just obviously going on, Aaron, um, I don't think it, it is so much of Leicester um, because as, as Bryce alluded to you know a, a while back and we are going a while back we're going you know five six seven years ago um, Aaron was contesting the title every single season um, mm. so I, I don't I wouldn't say it's a Leicester um, but I, yeah I think it will be a lot tighter this season um, and I, I don't think it's going to go Aaron's way that's for sure yeah. okay right we will uh, we will come back to uh, to Div 1 on the next podcast and see where we ended up but again some interesting insight there and again I think we've all sort of gone for for, for different people as well um, which is interesting um, right boys well before we head over to Division 2 we're just going to have a quick um, chat with Bertie about the golf um, so Bertie when you're ready take it away thanks guys and welcome to the golf section of the podcast we've had a couple of events since I was last on first up we visited Northern Ireland and Ross McCowan links for the Northern Iron Open. It was won by a home man, Gazgrass, his first victory on tour this season on five under, three strokes clear of Tunners. Week four saw us play the Marcus Jonesy Major, our first non-handicapped event of the season. It was a tight run affair, but Red Rhinoceros won in the end on a score of seven under with Bonzi on 5 under in 2nd and Bunsey 
and a resurgent Tunners joins the third on a four-under. This week, we revisit Kachinya Canyon Trails, which has been a popular course before for the Christmas Classic. And look out for the event the following week. It's Brilly's Boxing Challenge. A shout out here to Andy Brill, who recently raised some money for charity by stepping into the boxing ring successfully, I might say. Probably favoured for this event will be Gazgrass again, seeing he's got his new Xbox now. Until next time, thanks guys. Okay, cheers, Bertie. Thank you very much. Um, right, boys, um, Division 1, uh, sorry, Division 2, I should say. Um, again, it's a slightly more truncated division this season. Um, we've, we've ended up with, with nine players, Ash, compared to the uh, compared to what Division 4 last had last season. Um, which, again, if, if anything, just makes the standard, again, potentially even tighter. Um, I'm under no illusions. Again, I'll get it out of the way early. The, the podcast derby obviously has happened the first game of the season. Um <laughs> Conceded 12 goals. Um, yeah, I mean, again, do we, I think I beat. Do I beat you in both last season? Uh, yes, or you might have taken four points. It was something um, like that. So again, yes. it was it was always true. And mm. again, you were saying about we mentioned it. Obviously, I beat you in a head-to-head eight-two mm. a couple of days before. And if anything, that just filled me with less confidence going into the league <laughs> game. Like I'd yeah. used all my goals up. So, um, yeah, it's, it's made me completely reevaluate my entire season and look for a whole new squad of players. So thank you very much. Great. Um, it was great. <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, again, look, a lot of people have tipped you to uh, to do well in this division, potentially win this division. Um, you know, you've beaten arguably the favourite of the division already, which is good for you. Um, that, that's a joke, by the way. I'm not the favourite. Um, <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm I think I'm still alright though um, I personally would actually have if he can sort his form out I would have Paul Lowe's as the favourite for this division um, mm. but again I don't know what you think Ash do you think um, it would be self or do you think it would be someone else um, think? I think I will be up there um, I think based on the last season and I've had a bit of form going into the you know into this one obviously six points to start off the season is a great result and I've got Joe in my second set of fixtures so I'm hoping possibly another six points there be nice to confine him down towards the uh, bottom half of that table. Um, <laughs> That's interesting. It's <laughs> a great comment. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't think he's not played his first set of games yet, has he, Joe? Um, I don't think he's played. I think it's no. Wednesday. Uh, he's got um, uh, Paul Lowe's, funnily enough. In his mm. first game, so that's going to be uh, that's going to be an interesting one. I no, the names in this division are, are very very tough, and you know, players in the past that I've really struggled with. Wince, I mean, I'm really interested to see what happens with Wince this season. Um, mm. You know, obviously ripped that division free apart um, last uh, last season, so it's going to be interesting to see what he does. Storm, um, you know, <laughs> I mean, I think I don't think Storm will be challenging for the top, but he certainly can cause a problem in the middle. Um, and then the other names, Plunkett, you know, Mark the Shark. I mean, Mark the Shark, if we start getting a bit more pacier players in the league, then he could push on. So it, it's a very tough division. And I, I would argue that maybe it is the toughest division in the, in the leagues at this season. Um, but you can only Talk, beat... Talk one to call. You yeah. Yeah, yeah, you I can, agree, yeah. You can beat... Um, you know, you can only beat what's in front of you. So uh, six points to start off is very nice. And um, hopefully another six points to come um, in the second set of games. And then we we will see. But, uh, you know, you'll be up there. Um, I've no doubt about that. Top three for you um, come the end of the season. I'd like to think so. I mean, Rhino, I'll come to you next. Um, you know, you've you've got a couple of, couple of um, horses in the game in terms of 
Bertie, obviously, and myself, who, you know, notorious members of the WhatsApp crew. Uh, Mark the Shark, obviously, in there as well. Um, who do you think is going to do well in this season and who do you think is not going to do so well this season? I tell you what, Jan, that is a quality division, that. There's a lot of quality mm-hmm. players in there. And you're in there as well. Yeah, um, absolutely. Thank you. <laughs> I see what you did there. I hey, see the what you did. Thing, the other thing I'll say, I'm looking at the league table here and nobody's played a game in this division. Mm. And there's been a couple, um, I think, that just haven't gone on yet. Yeah, yeah me, oh, me and Ash have played. Yeah, come on, bro, get, get the league table updated. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I'm looking at that and I'm thinking, blimey, Charlie, there's a lot of good players there. <coughs> um, Ash, Joe, Mark, you, Jam. Uh, I'd have to go with uh, with those, really. Uh, Paul Lowe's as well. I mean... One thing I haven't really thought of is with the with the new game, we've had one season on the new game now with the lesser players, right? Yeah. Does that has that changed many of the players? You said you said about Mark, um, you know, needing faster players, so probably he'd be better with the better players. Have you have you seen him drop off because of because of the the, the new players or? Yeah, I. I, w- I would say so, and I, w- I would actually agree with with Paul Lowe's as well. I think he's another one who's maybe a victim of having slightly worse players. Um, Definitely last season. Yeah, again, it's a weird one because when if, when I've been playing head to heads, for example, against Sofa, and said about who I think is going to win Division Two, and I've said Paul Lowe's again, I'm I still I'm going to go with him. I think he'll turn his form around and and, and win the division. I do think that. Um, and Sofa doesn't seem to think so at all. Sofa thinks he's actually going to struggle. Um, and again, it's really tough because you look at the names in that division and it's very, very easy. Like you said, it's stacked. It's easy it to see that anybody could come anywhere. Um, for me, the only thing I would be certain on, and again, it's, it does it pains me to say it, but I'd be certain that the bottom three, or near enough, are going to, you know, or two people that are going to be nailed off that bottom three are going to be Storm and Bertie. Because that division is so stacked, and I know Bertie has his way of playing, and he's, and you know, again, it's it, he seems to do well with it. Um, but again, when you put people against each other in, you know, and you say, right, pick a winner out of these two, I'm finding myself not being able to say that Bertie and Storm are going to win many matches this season. Um, Storm, yeah, Jam Storm, I agree with um, Bertie. Though I'll tell you one thing about Bertie, he's very, very competitive. Mm. At the back end of the season, when he needs a, a draw or a result, he tends to get it. Um, so I think I think he might he might just get into the playoff the, rele- the relegation playoff. Mm. Uh, he might steer clear, but I don't think he'll be in the bottom two. He, he really does get competitive when the when it when it matters. Mm. It's the same with Wince as well. You know, you said about pacey players, Ash. I think um, you know with with Wince, one thing we do see is that mm. once he gets that sort of front three yeah. that he that he likes, and that's the for me that's the biggest thing for him. You know, some players need good defenders, good. Fullbacks, good goalkeeper, good centre mids. He needs. A, he plays a very distinct way of playing. And when he gets that front three, um, you know, we saw obviously with the Naki Williams and people like that. You know, like before the reset, he uh, he can go on a massive run. And in head to heads, been doing very very well. Um, but again, it's it's almost like the the, the anti Bertie. You know, sort of like Bertie plays very compact and very hard to break down. Like you've said, Rich. You know, he's very difficult to win against when you need to win or when he needs to not not lose um, whereas Wince it becomes a bit of a basketball game and you can have these 6-4 7-5 games High against Wince yeah whereas Bertie you don't really see that Bertie it tends to be 1-0 2-1 3-2 um, so yeah again that, that potentially is going to play into to, to Bertie's hands you know if he's going to if he's going to stay up this season um, Bright 
you know, you, you've unfortunately you got relegated from this division last season, so you know more than most. You know, sort of maybe in hindsight, what you maybe would have done differently. You know, how would you have approached it? You know, in, in a different way. Um, what would your sort of thoughts be in terms of who's gonna who's gonna find themselves near the bottom and how they can sort of wrangle their way wrangle their way out of the out of the trouble they find themselves in? Well, I've got Plunkett to go down. He only just avoided relegation by winning the playoff last season. Um, I think with me and Riverman gone, the standard's gone up in that division. So he'll struggle. And the other one I've got is Wince. I'm not convinced he'll do well. He might have smashed it in Division 3, but he just plays the style he plays. I think he might come undone in Division 2, where people keep possession more. Mm. It's hard to get the ball. Uh, Wince will play like a blitz. It's just yeah. all-out attack, high-pressure. But he's easier to counter-attack, and I think against better players he might struggle. Yeah, it is interesting because again, I, again, I would really agree with that. Like I said, I think he, it's like a basketball game, and when people do play more compact and uh, and maybe try and frustrate him, he often does come unstuck. So it will be interesting for sure. Um, while we're on Division Two, so um, Ash, would you like to just explain to to the viewers and, and the listeners what happened with uh, with you and Jeff? I believe you've got um, fined. What, what's yeah, happened there? Yes. So what bit, had bit happened? Of Del Boy action. Uh, y- yes. Well, what had happened is I had basically been playing with the wrong player um i had the wrong player I, I had a fernandez uh leandro fernandez in my team he was a 73 rated mm. player and, and you were using out... bruno fernandez uh <laughs> shocking. I wish. Absolutely um, shocking it turns out that i was using another um uh, another player than i was supposed to and uh, this is a player i sold to jeff um and obviously it all came to light now um, that it was the wrong player. I, I I wasn't even aware it was the wrong player until Joe messaged me and said, "I'm taking 10 million from you." I thought, "Shit!" And then I mean, I mean, you say shit. I think you've got off massively lightly there. And I'm going yeah, to come to Rhino in a minute as well because I know he will probably agree with me, and Brian probably will as well because everybody will be. Yeah. The fact that you only got fined 10 million, you should be putting the lottery on sunshine because I think I on whether that's in the rules that's all you can be fined. I don't know, but. I think for that you should have had like a, again a top player taken off you potentially or a bigger fine because again you think about how many results that could have changed or you know mm. I'm not saying you know again we're not talking bloody Lionel Messi or Ronaldo but you never know that could have made a big impact if that player scored for you or made goal line clearances the other player might not have had the the stamina or the speed to get in them positions. Mm. How many games was it? Um, oh God! Since since the reset. Um, I mean, it was about halfway through the first season I sold him to Jeff. Bloody hell. That's crazy, isn't it? That's absolutely crazy. I don't know. I'm what like what of, do you I'm think, like Rich? Those, I'm like one of those managers after the game uh, doesn't want to comment on the referee because they might get fined. <laughs> I seem to get fined for, you know, for, for typing anything. So uh, I better not say too much. But, uh, yeah, ridiculous. <laughs> you got off lightly, Ash. Um, yes, but very I've learnt, lightly. I, I've learnt my lesson. Always check your players and check your player what, ratings. What do you think, Bright? If, if, well, if... similar happened to me a few seasons ago when we had the draft for the last FIFA, and um, I had the wrong player with a similar name. I played him in the first fixture, and he scored, and so I forfeited the both games. Had to get rid of the player and get the proper one in. And I got fined. I mean, I like. And that was just for one game. Forfeit. 
he should be forfeiting these first two games to me. I agree. <laughs> I think we should get the we should get this YouGov petition going for sure. Yeah. Get some signatures. <laughs> get it going. Um, yeah. But uh, but no, I think you're very very lucky. So uh, so well uh, done. Yes yes, in the grand scheme of things. Mm. Um, again, stick your neck on the line. I, again, I personally, I think Paul Lowe's is going to win the league, and I think Storm Burt will go down. Um, Ash, what do you think? Um, no, I'm going to say. Um, oh, I'm going to big myself up. I'm going to go for me to win the league and then jam, well, yourself to finish in second. And I'm going to say Mark in third. Okay, who's getting relegated? Um, Joe, Storm, Plunkett. Oh, right. So you think what is in, you think that whoever's in the relegation playoff will lose the third place then as well? Uh, well. Well, it depends. Depends who's in there. If it's Joe or Storm, mm. definitely. But um, <laughs> I, I don't, what I've has gone... Joe done to Ash, guys? What's going on here? Like, what do I know about? <laughs> <laughs> right. um, no, bottom three. Yeah, I think will be Joe Storm Plunkett. In what order? I don't know. Okay, okay. Brian, who do you think is going down? Who's going to win? Um, I've got Ash to win. Paul Lowe's second, and then uh, Winston Plunkett to go down. Okay, Rhino. Hi mate, um, I am going for Plunkett to go down. Um, I'm going for uh, Storm to go down and Joe to go down. Uh, Who's going to win? Uh, the Ash Cohen will win. No, he's the best button pusher on the site, and um, and uh, Mark the Shark to come second and go up with him. Oh, interesting. Okay, different names. Right then. So, boys, we'll head over to Division Three. So, um, again, I, this is a very. When I looked at this before uh, before we came on the pod, there is. I didn't expect these names to all be in the same division. To see Raz and Bry in the same division as Worm and Dio, as in the same division as Riverman and Jeff, just seems very very strange. Um, so, again, this is a completely difficult division to call. Um, I don't know if any games played yet because the table is not updated. So in terms of base predictions, looking on the face of it, again, we've got the likes of Riverman, who's got relegated last season, and yourself, Bry, against the likes of Hilly, who have obviously done really, really well to get you know in Division 4 and got promoted. Personally, I think that it'll be between Riverman and Jeff for the title, and I'm going to stick my neck on line right now and say I probably wouldn't change that at all. If, I, if anything I had to pick, I'd probably say Riverman will win. Um, and I think that Worm uh, will go straight back down, unfortunately. And I do think that Dio will potentially become unstuck as well. I think um, his reign in Division 3 might soon be over, which, again, will be a massive shame, but I do think that potentially could happen. Um, Bry, obviously, this is your uh, your first division in uh, in the, the new Division 3 uh, since the reset. What do you think is going to happen? How are you going to get on this season? Um, Mid-table, I'll be happy for. So I've completely yeah. rebuilt the team. I've... Uh... Got Newcastle amounts of money, so I've spent 140 million on 11 players. Sold all the last year's team or most of it. So I'll be happy to finish uh, just below the playoffs. But season, this division is an rebuild. absolute lottery. Myself and Riverman looked at it as soon as we realised we were both down, and you just can't predict where you're going to get points. I think again, this is for me though. I would I would argue slightly against that because I do think this is a division where 
unlike Division 2 and potentially if you're in Division 1 looking around you as well, I think this is a division where you can potentially earmark a few people. You can get six or, or four points off. And again, this is no no harshness involved, you know, no prejudice. But you look at, you know, as a, someone getting relegated from Division 2, I would be upset if I didn't get six points against Worm, against Raz, um, against Tuggy. You know, so that for me, that's they're the sort of fixtures I would, if I was you, I'd be earmarking as, as six pointers for sure. Well, I had tipped Worm and Raz to go down, but I've been seeing uh, first set of results that come in. Raz got four points off Tuggy, so maybe it could be Tuggy that's going down with Worm. Yeah, I mean, Ash, you know yourself, obviously, again, like me, hopefully, will never be in uh, in this uh, in this division um, if we can help it. Um, but again, how do you see this one panning out? Yeah, um, it's going to be interesting. I mean, a couple of names that I've got here, obviously, Brian River came down uh, from Division Two last season, so it's going to be interesting to see if there's any bounce back there. Um, you know, both. Uh, for, see, for me, Brian River. Um, you know, are not really Division Three players, um, but then obviously based on last season, they're not Division Two players either. They're sort of in that middle. <laughs> Two point five. <laughs> we have our own division. They're in, they're in that Three middle spots. But you always, whenever someone goes down from a division above, you always sort of keep an eye on them, and you expect maybe them to be in a sort of a, a bounce back. But the other two names that I've got uh, are Jeff and Ry Jones. Um, both of which in the past have shown that they can sort of push on towards the top. Um, so it's it's going to be interesting. I think Jeff may be more likely to do it than Rye Jones, uh, but I, I might be proven wrong there. And then the last name in this division that uh, we talked about in the last couple of seasons because he seems to have propelled himself from uh, the depths of league, uh, the bottom division, into Division 3, and that's Diodex. Um, you know, was it fourth, 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 fifth last season? I think around there, yeah. Just, just play, just outside the playoff spot. So, I mean, a fair play to him. So he possibly could be a little bit of a dark horse and a bit, you know, to watch this season. Um, so yeah, it is going to be interesting. If I was to say early on, um, I think one of River or Bry will be in the sort of top three, um, and then I think Jeff's going to be up there as well. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, Rich, obviously, again, this will be one you're hoping to uh, get into this season. Um, well, obviously, ready for next season. Uh, who do you think is going uh, to sort of come out on the winner winner side of things and who's going to end up getting relegated into Division 4? Yeah, there's a lot of familiar faces in this division. Um, Less people that are on your band list. <laughs> I'll play all of these guys. <laughs> um, I agree that Riverman uh, probably is my favourite. To, to He's your favorite. Riverman's your favourite. Oh, that's nice, isn't it? <laughs> he'll, yeah. he'll be loving to hear that. He's all right, Riverman. He'll um, he'll do well in that division. I think Bry, when he gets going, will will also be right up there. Um, looking at the quality of the guys and uh, and Raz, I think Raz is, is is better than he's done in the past. Um, tough guy. And then and then the bottom, um, Didex, um I've got no idea how he got in that division in the first place. I'm still scratching my head. <laughs> um, but and he did. But to be fair, he did amazingly well last season. So uh, fair play to him. Uh, I think he'll find it tough. I think Worm will probably find it tough as well. Although he had a storming end to the to the season last season, uh, he found something that worked for him. Um, 
I noticed that, uh, that he lost his first couple of games against Hilly. Hilly, Hilly, Hilly not just based on that, but I think Hilly, Hilly will be comfortable. Uh, and I think Tuggy, Tuggy or Curly Worky, one of those guys will uh, will probably um, be in the in the playoff game. I think. I think Worm and Dio to go down, and I think then uh, Tuggy and Curly Worky will uh, will be struggling at the at the bottom end. But um, still a tough division. But uh, I think I think Bry will be be fine in, in that one. Mm. For me, this is the this is similar to Division Four in the sense this will be the division where there'll be the biggest disparity between points. Um, in the sense of that uh, when you look at the divisions come the end of the season, I think you'll see the gap between sort of those top three or four places and sort of seventh down will be will be quite large. I do think there'll be a breakaway pack both at the top and bottom with a few people left in the in the middle. Whereas often I think with division two and three last season, we sort of said that anybody going into the last three fixtures could sort of work their way either end of the table. So, but no, for me, this, this season will be a bit more of a, a split for this division for sure. Uh, right, we'll, uh, we'll head over to uh, Division 4 by way of the F1, first of all. Um, so, uh, Joe, when you're ready, if you'd like to give us the latest F1 segment, please. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me back for another F1 roundup. As usual, since we last spoke, we've had two races. Last week, we had Belgium on Monday night, and on Monday just gone, we had Italy. And we'll take a quick look at those races now. In Division 1, back in Belgium, we had Bunsius come back to form. He won that race. We had Wardy in second place. We had Jaunator in third, Ben in fourth, and Muba for ever in fifth place with a fastest lap of 148-0. In Division 2, I believe it was the first win of the season for Hilly. He won that race by about 20 seconds from Sean C. We have Mark in third, Bertie in fourth, and Ashcorn in fifth place. He also had a fastest lap of 149-1. Down to Division 3, again, I believe the first win of the season for Tuggy. He won that race by two seconds from Red Rhinoceros, who also had the fastest lap of a 151.2. We had Curly Worky in third place, Emotional Worm in fourth place, and Payne Wells in fifth. On to Italy on Monday just gone. We had Sweaty Bananas come back from a long exile. He came back with an instant win. He won by five seconds from myself. We had Burger Boy in third place. We had Muba Forever in fourth, and we had Jaminator in fifth place. Down in Division 2, it was a win for Sean C. He won that again by just two seconds for Mark, who's been the pace setter all season. We have Plunkett in third place, Bertie in fourth, and Riverman in fifth. With a faster slap for Hilly, who finished in ninth, he clocked a 124-0. Again, down in Division 3, we had Red Rhinoceros. Back on top, he won the race by five seconds from Gaz Grass. Sadie was in third, Payne Wales in fourth, and Amen Vaz in fifth. Again, a faster slap for Red Rhinoceros of a 126.3 in the win there. We'll take a quick look at the tables. It's worth bearing in mind we only have one race left this season, which is Monday coming. In Division 1, we have a real title fight. We've got Wardy on 153 points. We've got Bunsey on 145 and Golden Beard on 141. Will we see some Max Verstappen tactics from Wardy? Let's find out next week. Division 2, we've got Mark the Shark, he's well clear now, on 178 points. We've got Hilly on 112, Shaunsey on 104th, Bertie on 101, and Ashcorn on 91. So we've got a pretty interesting fight there to see who comes in second place. 
Down to Division 3, again, we've got Red Rhinoceros well clear. He's on 151 points, but second place is still up for grabs. Payne Wills is currently there on 105. We've got Gaz on 93, Tuggy on 80, and Emotional Worm on 78. Like I said, guys, just got one race left next week. That should be a good one on Monday night. When the next podcast comes around, we should probably have the sign-up open for Season 4. That will again be an 11-week season. All the cars will be rejigged based on what's happened this season. And hopefully we can get some more of you guys signed up. The game is available on Xbox Game Pass, so it's open to everybody. Very easy to get into. It's an easy 2 million scudor. Half an hour every Monday night at 10 o'clock. Hopefully we can get some new guys signed up. Thanks, guys. Catch you again next time. Okay, Joe. Thank you very much. So... Boys, Division Four. Uh, before we before we start with Division Four, uh, Rhino. Obviously, um, again, we've just had a BFA, um, one in which you uh, you spent quite a, a large sum of money, um, especially when you consider the context that two weeks prior you were in administration. So, do you want to give us a bit of um, give us a bit of background and, and sort of you know let us into the 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 mind of Rhino, as it were, to to understand the goings on. Well, the administration thing was uh, was like a perfect storm. Of, um, of it, it just it just I, I, I went big on a player, spent all my money, um, and then got fined at the same morning, just half a million um, for a uh, for, for not confirming a result or something. No, oh, shit, it was me, wasn't it as well? I mean, yeah, <laughs> it was, it was against, it was against me, wasn't it? But, and, and, nice. and, and everything was fair it was you know i was a little bit disappointed um uh yeah about certain aspects of that to the whole thing but no it, the thing is absolutely fair i got i got done as it were and uh, one of my players was going to go and i didn't know whether they were going to take um conor gallagher or the winger whose name escapes me i don't know if you remember him is it not ospina but it sounds a bit similar to that hmm. um and they took the winger and left me with Conor Gallagher. So uh, in the long term, uh, I've done done okay after that. But um, yeah, that was a bit of a, a bit annoying. Um, and then, yeah, I, I, I don't quite understand, Jan, why people just sit on 130 million scudos and don't get involved in BFAs. It's, it, I just don't understand. We're here to, you know, I, I've, I've spent all my money. I've spent my dough um, on possibly certainly one of them you know he's probably one of the best strikers on the site yeah um so yeah I, I i probably didn't need to go as high as i did but i thought now i'm going to try and get two players use my money and i'm up to 25 million already even mm-hmm. though i you know a week ago I was, I was a few days ago i was down to zero so for me it's all about buying players trying new players improving your team slowly um but some people just sit on the money and didn't even bid uh, crazy stuff, but yeah, it was a good one for me. Um, uh, very, very happy with the players, by the way. Brian Brobby, uh, very, very strong, very fast uh, striker, and uh, I'm hoping he's going to get off the mark tonight in my first league game. Yeah, well, I mean, again, we'll come straight on to that. So your first league game uh, is is against your old mate and uh, and fellow uh, fellow dealer Payne Wales. Um, again, Payne's had a bit of a, a sort of tough start. He's, he's been some head to heads. I think he's he's lost a bit of love for the game uh, from from what I've been understanding. Um, are, are you confident going into tonight's game? Payne is. Um, I've been winning against Payne. He doesn't like losing against me. And uh, <laughs> who, do, who does? Who does? To be fair. <laughs> 
he's gone missing. I've not played him for over a week, well over a week. And um, yeah, he's uh, he's been playing a lot of games in the background, trying to find a system that works for him that's going to beat me tonight. Now, many times I've played Payne in the past in a league game off the back of winning friendlies, and then I, and then I get hammered. So I've been hammered against him in league games when I wasn't expecting it. And then last season, um, I got four points against him, which were barely deserved. So I, I've got no idea how it's going to go. Um, I think he's going to play a very tight formation. And, um, yeah, we'll have to see see what happens. But uh, it'll be a good game. And, uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how it'll go, to be honest. I'm just hoping for three, three points, really. I mean, Brian, we, we, we've seen the uh, introduction of uh, a couple of the old faces back into Division 4. So Gaz Grass is in there. Uh, Soggy Cabbages has dropped down. Uh, and we've got Saiti uh, and Tunners back in Division 4 as well. Um, were you sort of thinking about picking a, a league winner or eventual winner from one of those four? Or do you think it'll come from elsewhere, Brian? What do you think? Uh, no, I think Saiti's going to win it. I've played him quite a bit lately. And to me, he seems too good for that division. Uh, Soggy will do nothing. I mean, Soggy's first result <laughs> is sharing points with Harry. So uh, if you can't get six mm. points against Harry, you ain't going to well, win the league. That's more than he did last season. Yeah, he's yeah. Got, yeah, he scored some goals. <laughs> he scored some goals. Well, he's got three he's points. seeing it as a win. But yeah, he's not going to be challenging, I'm afraid. Mm. Okay. Um, do you think Gaz will do well in his first season back? He'll do okay. He'll maybe be pushing up for the um, the playoffs but I mean it's a new team for him so just depends how he uh, adapts to all these new players that he's not used to mm. I Ash, think Payne will come second um, Ash what, what do you think? Yes I mean looking towards who I think is going to be in those top three top four I think uh, Payne's going to be up there as always I think Rhino's going to be up there um, and then Satie. I think Satie's going to push on uh, this season. Uh, Tunners is another one that's interesting. I mean, the problem with this division is that uh, it, it's always, and I think it will always have while AG's running, it's always going to have one of Payne Wales and Rhino in it. Um, so <laughs> if it, if the, it the doesn't universally implode, the, 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 the chances <laughs> of them both going up are very, very slim. Um I'd be very, sh- I'd be shocked. Let's let's say that. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's it's going to be Payne, Rhino, Satie, and Tunners in those sort of top four. Um, it's it's difficult to see anybody else. Um, in what order? I don't know. But those four for sure. Um, and then it will be the, the it, they'll be in their own little league, and then it will be the league of the rest. I, it's, it's, I mean, I I think um, there's there's two sort of. As it stands on on form at the moment, there's two players that are going to do well in this season. And for me, that's Lost Boy, because I do think whenever I play him, I always seem to have a hard game. Um, again, very much of that sort of Bertie mould where it's hard to hard to win against him personally. Uh, could just be a style matchup, I don't know. Um, and again, I, I do think, mate, not just because you're on the podcast, but I do think, Rhino, this is your year. I think you potentially could, whether it be one or two, I think you're going to go up. Um, are you feeling confident going into the division? I, I I find it hard to disagree with you, Jan. Um, I uh, no, I think I, th- I think I will go up this year. I think it'll be very very tough, um, and I'm going to have to have my wits about me and play very very well. But um, I, I think I've got a good chance. I mean, for me, one of the interesting players is Saiti because 
I couldn't understand why everybody was tipping Sati to do well. Um, and I saw his head-to-head results, and he kept beating people. But every time I played him, I beat him, and I couldn't understand it. And then I came up against him last night, played a couple of friendlies last night, and he battered me in both of those. And I thought, oh, okay, this is this is the Satie we've got this season, have we? So, yeah, Satie will undoubtedly, undoubtedly, undoubtedly be up there uh, this season. I've got to give a shout to Turner's, right? He was brilliant last year. He hammering me most weeks. And then, and then come league games, he just wasn't doing it. Uh, I don't think he'll make that mistake this time. Uh, and I think Turners will be uh, up there challenging. Um, there's a lot of improvers in this division. Wiz Fox and Gaz have improved a lot. I mean, Harry's no, uh, he's no, he's no mug. Um, he's capable of getting the odd, you know, cut the results. So, you know, it's, it's a tough old division, but Saiti, me, Turners, I think, I think Ash more or less nailed it, I think. Yeah, I think it's going to be it's going to be an interesting division for sure. Um, I mean, we, we talk about the, the sort of the eventual wooden spoon winner every year. Uh, obviously, Andy Brill. Um, again, we did think that potentially Soggy might challenge him this season, but I do think in realism, I think Soggy will be uh, too good for some of the players in this division. I think he'll have a mid-table comfortable finish personally. Um, right, boys, we'll we'll leave it there. Uh, thank you very much for coming on uh, for the on the podcast this week, uh, Rhino and. Bry. Um, again, if you'd like to say your goodbyes to the listening millions. Yeah, it's uh, a pleasure being on and uh, Merry Christmas to everyone. Yeah, thanks guys. Enjoyed it. And um, yeah, I'll say the same and uh, look forward to seeing you on the site. Thank you. Uh, Ash, thanks as always for coming on um, and obviously pushing yeah. the buttons. And again, yeah, absolutely Merry Christmas to you and, and to all the listeners and to the two guests as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, it's been um, it's been a really tough year for everyone. Um, so you know, spend time with your families and uh, and loved ones. Um, and uh, yeah, thank you to Brian and Rhino for coming on today's episode. And um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll plough on again in the new year. Absolutely right. Yeah, thank you very much for listening, everybody. Take care. We'll see you in 2022. <laughs>